0: Well, 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 it is week after week four of college football and all the hype train of Colorado comes to a screeching halt. And we told you that that worry was headache for about three weeks. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into all of the matchups of the weekend. I, you are not going to go into great detail. Haven't gotten through enough film yet to get the breakdowns for you. We're going to do that as the week progresses. Uh, so make sure that you keep it here and on the Landry foot, uh, LandryFootball.com. We're going to kind of give an overview of the weekend that was in college football, the Saturday that was. Um, but reminder again, you can get detailed film room breakdowns of all the games, all the teams, all the players, coaches, schemes at LandryFootball.com. It's where you get the best football information uh, that you can get from a coaching, scouting, and front office perspective landryfootball.com is where you want to go where you want to be uh, also a reminder that the Landry football podcast network uh, is what you're listening to right now and you can get that by subscribing liking and sharing for free the Landry football podcast network on Apple on Spotify wherever you get your podcast so we talked a lot about the Colorado situation and all year long because that's it seems like what everybody wants to talk about they don't want to talk about the best teams in college football. They, the, the media, by and large, knows very little about football. They go to the, the bright, shining light. They go to, you know, whatever going to be, get the clicks, get the sound bites, and that's Colorado. Because they don't have the aptitude to evaluate football and see the game, and see who really does what, um, they tend to go for that. The reality is, and, and I'm obviously anybody that's listened to this podcast knows that's not me. I'm into football. I have admired the positive things that Colorado's done as a football program since Deion's got there in terms of personnel acquisition. And I realize two of them are his sons. But there's some other players that are really good players. Now, they don't have a lot of depth, but they've got some playmakers. Better than people think. We told you prior to TCU game that that game was a toss-up. You know, the media had it as a blowout win for TCU. Because, again, the media not knowing what's going on. This TCU team is not nearly the team it was last year. They're still bad defensively, and offensively they're not as explosive. So I said that that was a toss-up game that Colorado or TCU could win it because both had explosive playmakers. Well, Colorado won it. Well, my goodness, it just blew up. And then, of course, I'm going to play Nebraska. we told you before, Nebraska can't score against air. They're bad. They don't have playmakers. They don't have quarterback. They don't have a passing game. They actually, you know, did some decent things for a while defensively. They can't score. The fact that they won and won decisively, again, expected in our eyes. Um, Colorado State, it's the one game that I thought might be a decisive Colorado win. Colorado State outplayed them, outcoached them. They won the game. The hype train for three weeks has been, hey, uh, le- what about Dion?" And, I mean, we got morons in the media in Alabama and fans in the media that want Nick Saban fired so they can hire Dion. I mean, it's, it's how dumb can you be? But that's kind of the way it is. Well, we, we told you that it would be likely a decisive win for Oregon. I didn't think they'd blow him out to the degree that they did, virtually shut him out. But I thought it would be decisive. I think you saw a lot of the angst and the attitude and the bite coming from Dan Lanning in the pregame speech and the halftime clips and the postgame clips. That, you know, football people have a lot of pride in football. And football people don't really appreciate the circus act. Okay. It's, it's as simple as that. Now the media, again, not, not bright enough to know good football versus bad football. They just love the soundbite, the clip. Dion gives you that. You know what? Some of us just like football and are into football. Um, you get some of that, you know, um click bait-ish with Lane Kiffin. So for people who think, oh man, yeah, you know, people are just the white guy don't like the black guy, had nothing to do with that. Lane Kiffin is a circus act in and of itself. He still haven't won a big game at Ole Miss. You know, he's He's done a good job there. He's done as good a job as you probably can do at Ole Miss, but he hadn't done what what uh, Hugh Freeze did when he was at Ole Miss. He beat a really good Alabama team, a national championship caliber team twice, back-to-back years, did Hugh Freeze. Lane Kiffin can't sniff beating an Alabama team that is, can't find their butt with both hands. I think... That's the message of the day. Then we go to the big finale of the night. It's Ohio State beating Notre Dame. Now, I have said that Ohio State is kind of lost its way in terms of physicality as it relates to playing a team like Michigan, and it's what's held them back, so to speak. But I never question their toughness. Well, Lou Holtz did, apparently. I don't listen to Lou Holtz. I didn't listen to him when he was on TV. Um, And I don't know what appearance he made, don't care, but talked about the toughness. Well, Lou Holtz is, you know, an aging old 80-something-year-old man that didn't make a whole lot of sense 20 years ago. But it pisses coaches off when you question their toughness. You better not question a player or a coach's toughness. Or it's going to piss them off big time.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: There's no question that Ohio State's got toughness. They've got grit. And you know what? They may have awoken the toughness into them if you were questioning it. No, I think it was there. But what I'm seeing now with this team And I don't know how good they're going to be. They've got great playmakers. They don't have an experienced quarterback. They gutted it out. They beat Notre Dame in South Bend playing Notre Dame's game, physical at the line of scrimmage. Sam Hartman didn't go off on them. They didn't have to win a shootout game. I don't know right now if Ohio State can win a shootout game with their quarterback situation. I think they're going to have to be that physical that toughness don't you can question maybe the physical nature and the physical style if you question toughness you got a problem that that is that is an issue so uh i think that all three answered in a positive way alabama oregon and ohio state um and i have some people that come out and said well why, why would you take offense to what an 86 year old guy said about um, because you question their toughness don't question their toughness um but losing to more physical teams is fair oh it's a fine line it's the same thing no it's not no it's not it's a little bit different um notre dame it's, it's a loss it's stinging some coaching errors in that game late um Marcus Freeman's growing as a coach, learning as a coach. There's a ceiling at Notre Dame with their restrictions, and I think getting some transfers is positive. I think they're trying to help him as much as they can, um, allowing certain things to happen, but they're not going to turn that over and allow anybody in. Notre Dame's not going to be able to recruit the same players that the Georgias and the Alabamas of the world recruit. Ohio State recruits to play them that well. Is a positive. I know there's no moral victories, but for them, I think they've got to feel like they're at least on the right track. Um, Let's go in the early part of the day. Good win for A and M. Auburn's not there yet. I said it would have been a very difficult loss for A and M, even losing their starting quarterback. It's just you cannot lose at home to You Freeze, who's in his first year at Auburn with a fraction of the roster that you have. And feel good about it. Florida State-Clemson. I thought the game of the day. Um, I mean, as it played out. I think Ohio State-Notre Dame was maybe the game of the day, if you look at it. If In terms of um, the importance, highly ranked, all of that. But Florida State-Clemson was very exciting. The difference Florida state more big place, Clemson. More negative place, but I th- thought Clemson was fight. We told you they'd fight at home, a lot of pride. Um, but that was a really, really good win. Um, Utah, tough to beat this Utah team at home. Get a pick six early on. I thought UCLA played well defensively. I, I, I thought, I think that Chip has made track perfect example of a program because. They are not willing to spend a lot of money to move and shake at UCLA. And because the football is important, but is not a live or die importance of other programs, they've been patient with a Chip Kelly, who has built a sound, solid, good football team. And I think it's continuing uh, to show itself. LSU was not ready to play again coming out of this game against Arkansas. And Arkansas. Played like a team that was wounded, that was hurt, that lost to BYU last week and knows they've got a tough stretch coming up. It was ugly for a while. Second half, defenses did not show up. The takeaway is, well, yeah, Arkansas, with their schedule, is going to have a problem. Folks, if you're not aware, after losing to BYU and LSU, they got AM who they've struggled against. They've got Ole Miss and Oxford. Then they've got Alabama. So, yeah, they're looking at the possibility of losing five straight. Now, something tells me they're not going to lose five straight. Something tells me they're going to win a game. I don't think it's going to be in Tuscaloosa. So that leaves AM or Ole Miss. Which one are they going to win? Do they upset AM in Arlington? Do they pull the upset over Ole Miss? I, I don't know. I don't I can't tell you which one they'd win. And actually, as I say it out of my mouth, I don't know that I really see the win. It's a tough stretch. Then they got Mississippi State. Then they've got a bye week, open date. Then they've got Florida. Then they got Auburn, FIU, and Missouri. It's going to be a tough year for the for the Hawks. And I think good guy Sam Pittman, people are maybe are going to get frustrated with over there. Um, LSU, they are not good enough in coverage to go deep deep. Now look I don't know that that's gonna hurt them against Alabama um, but but LSU's got to play with more intensity. They tend to with the lucky lands slots you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Play. Inconsistent. Heck, they weren't ready to play early against Florida State. That makes no sense. Something tells me they'll rebound and play well against Ole Miss, but they got Ole Miss in Missouri on the road next two weeks before they get Auburn at home. Both of those games coming out as slow as they did, they could lose one of those games. Both those games are in danger. Then they've got Auburn and Baton Rouge, which you should win. But again, are you going to be ready to play? Then you got Army. Then you got Open Date. Then you've got Alabama and then Florida. And then finish up with Georgia State and AM. Uh LSU's pass rush is saving their 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 pass coverage. Um they've got a lot of work to do. They've got work to do in terms of this season in terms of their attitude, in terms of their preparation, in terms of their focus. But they got some work to do on the roster in terms of guys that can cover and play the type of coverage that you need to play. The pass rush is good, but they've got some war daddies. But I think they're running a great defense. And although Jaden Daniels made some mistakes, he was the reason. He put them on his back, and they won last year. It was Harold Perkins that won the Arkansas game for him. This year it was was, um, was Jaden Daniels getting it done. Penn State, I'm wondering with this offense and to score as many points at home against an Iowa defense. No, Iowa can't score. We know that. But Penn State offensively is really good. Could this be the year that they could beat a Michigan or an Ohio State? It's going to be fun to watch. Um, big win for South Carolina at Mississippi State in a game in which both teams really needed to win. Um, Texas continues to roll and play well. North Carolina, another good win. USC continues to move on. By the way, that's that's where USC is. Uh, uh, Colorado, Colorado's got that next in USC. Um, I think that Florida State is still interesting to watch. They don't look as dominant. They don't look as um, clear-cut the team to beat in the ACC like we saw in week one against LSU. You never stay the same. You either get better or you get worse. They do have playmakers, and they did find a way to make enough plays to get it done. Who's the best team in a very deep, in a very good Pac-12? Oregon, certainly really good. Washington, folks, really good. USC's good. Utah's tough. Washington State, big-time win against Oregon State. At home, Oregon State's tough. Washington State will spread you out and will attack. Interesting, Jake Dickert. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase. Necessary. Over
1: prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for
0: details. It's um, a really good league, the Pac-12 is, and some really good teams, some good coaching. like these teams. Now, um, you've got USC Colorado. That's going to be on the schedule next weekend. I'm sure you're going to get uh, a lot of – a lot of uh, that's, that's who Fox picked up with the big game. So we're going to see that. It's going to be another drubbing. And again, it'll throw more and more cold water on what's happened uh, to Colorado from this past week. Um, Oklahoma's defense is starting to look a little bit better. Nice performance against Cincinnati. Good performance. Can't wait for the Red River shootout. Um, The Iowa offense is really, really bad. Really bad. Michigan beats Rutgers comfortably. Didn't start off well early but but dominated the game who's the fourth best team in the big 10 because we know it's a high state michigan penn state is it maryland they're four and they blew out michigan state they've won all four by at least 18 points um they've got weapons on offense but the defense is just allowed four offensive touchdowns good good job there duke is going to be hosting game day um This past week, uh, this coming week, it's going to be real interesting to see how things play out. Um, North Carolina's 4-0 is playing well. Got to tell you, I'm keeping an eye out on the great job being done in his first year back home with Jeff Rom at Louisville. They're 4-0. They obliterate Boston College. uh, They're doing a very, very good job. Um, A team that would be a candidate for the most disappointing might be Texas Tech. They're one and three, 20 to 13 lost to West Virginia, who's now surprising three and one. Uh, that's a team that thought that would have a pretty good year. And West Virginia appeared to be in trouble. That uh, that looks like the opposite right now. Um, now, certainly um, we're not talking about Texas that being in trouble, but for this year and. Um, Some initial thoughts. Uh, I'm going to break down the tape, obviously, and get into more detail for you. Uh, Reminder, uh, if you want to get more detailed breakdowns on the game of football, head on over to LandryFootball.com today. Take advantage of the football season sale. It's the best deal that we've got going. You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But our football season sale is the best one that we have going. Um, Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Always great. Talk to you next time. Enjoy the games. You want to get all the breakdowns of all the NFL games. You can check out the podcast there, all the breakdowns, um, the previews of the games at Landry Football. Always fun. Talk to you next time, everybody.
1: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2.